everyone. Here we are on the Design Again podcast, and today we are again with our friend Daniele Giardini, and oh. we we wanted to have a public uh, discussion about a very vague concept. So it's perfectly for having a, a discussion, and um, which is games with death, games in, with and without death. So, uh, how do you define and how do you recognize and how you judge that a game has depth or, or not? So, hi, Daniele. Hello. And the, the interesting thing is that Pietro and I disagree on this. So, that's why he wanted to record this. So, if I say something bad, he can have it forever. <laughs> yes, use it against you. Use it against yeah. you. <laughs> but I feel that I am the one who... Uh, who is in contact with the general opinion. So, well, actually, so this, this um, started with, um, with an idea, a reflection of mine, that I'm noticing uh, that many games, uh, many indie games, you know, in the indie scene is, is very lively, and many games, are very creative games, are coming out and applied to the most diverse themes and with very original approaches and um, so it's, it seems way more interesting than the than the AAA scene today and um, but but in the effort of building games one um, what I noticed is that uh, while we have somehow moved on from just just program the game just develop the game don't do, it, do game design uh, and 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 see what comes out of it. I mean, people has have gained wider consciousness about the importance of of the game design process. But this seems to uh, be exhausted in terms of again in a very geeky way, like developers uh, in in sets of mechanics. But uh, it seems that something still escaping there. So I was reflecting, was uh, was making a theme of, about this, calling it uh, the problem of lacking depth. And um, so uh, I looked a bit of um, uh, about uh, on the how is this theme discussed? It's a term that that is used in discussing games, and I found uh, different definition, different notions about depth. But yeah. um, so before going through those, uh, actually maybe 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 we could talk uh, shortly about Let's go through hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> about the others. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I would like to say what we disagree about because we don't disagree that much. Because, for example, we. We both mentioned uh, Paper Please as an example game that has depth. Hmm? And that is, yeah, yeah. Well, so there is some, some, some intersection there. But, yeah. Uh, and uh, for me, a game, a well made game that I've been playing uh, recently, uh, following suge- Daniela's suggestion, is Kingdom Rush. And for me, that is a game that lacks depth. And uh, if understood well, this is not so for Daniele. Exactly, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but interesting thing also is that you consider depth, uh, uh, as you told me, you consider depth to, to be a binary value, like a game either has depth or doesn't have. Yes, 
Yes. So yes. explain why, so then I can explain why I disagree. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, in fact, this is connected about uh, how death is defined, or the attempt to define death in the literature, which is based on, uh, based, uh, on the complexity of the game. Some even go, uh, mm, some define it in this way. You can measure the depth of the game by taking the game tree, which is, a game tree is you explicitly set out all the choices that the player can make in a game, like a tree of choices, and some, some, some choices lead to end, end up into leaves that are winning conditions and some leaves are losing conditions. And the depth of, of a game is like how many choices you have to make to get to, to, to get to a winning leaf. Hmm? So this on which you disagree, I suppose, and on yes. which I disagree too, actually. Yeah, I so mean, I, I, I was you. trying to, 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 to build a, a straw man um, depiction of your ideas in order to make it easy for me to attack it. And, oh, well, uh, <laughs> I can depict it first and then you can attack it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this combinatorial notion of that, I think, is completely missing the point. Not only that, but it also characterizes a small, a, a small fraction of games, because it's only games where you're making explicit choices, where it's like, yeah. it's like a bit like Sid Meier's definition of a game is a, is a series of interesting choices, which is a very interesting definition and it's very stimulating. I mean, uh, but it's, yeah, but it's an engineering definition of depth. I mean, I, I like to think of depth and due to, I suppose, as something a little more romantic. Yeah, exactly. In fact, in fact, in fact, here I come to the black and white theme. Uh, in contrast, I would define depth uh, in a completely romantic way, uh, uh, like this. It's like that is the feeling that a game leaves you after you played it. So, uh, and so in this sense, it's like making love with someone. <laughs> so making love in itself, it's, even when it's not very good, it's always somehow good, okay? But the feeling that it leaves you afterwards. Of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the feeling that it leaves you afterwards, no, it's it's um, the postcoitum, as the Latins say, experience that is revealing. That is revealing about what's what's really your relationship with this uh, person. Uh, so so I think it's a bit like that with that. Uh, so this is this this is my <laughs> my ridiculous attempt as a, as a definition. And I have to say that actually I completely agree. It's just that I see depth as something more uh, uh, bigger in a way. So my definition of depth actually involves yours, uh, but uh, is more. Uh, let's make a party. It's more uh, involving. <laughs> so. Uh, Actually, I mean, uh, now it's my turn, right? Uh, yes. Yes, I, and I, I have to say that I like very much what you said about uh, your definition of depth, but I don't see it as binary. Uh, as I was saying before, and now I have to repeat it because we started the recording and it's shameful, but I will. Uh, I, <laughs> I see it, I mean, I see it as a dynamic binary value. Uh, 
and now I'm getting back to an engineering definition, but I will get romantic later. And, uh, like, it's true that a game can have depth or cannot have depth, and in, in that it's binary. Because uh, saying that a game has zero depth uh, is like saying that a game has zero graphics. Uh, you're actually not saying that the game doesn't have graphics. You're saying that the game's graphics suck. Mm. Instead, mm-hmm. uh, saying that uh, a, a game can completely lack depth, uh, not even trying to have it. So it's true that it's binary. But after that, I consider it like a switch, one of those light switch that you can turn it off, uh, or you can turn it on, but also roll it to choose the the intensity of the lighting. Uh, so it goes uh, in different ways. And I also think that it's uh, uh, not related to only one thing. It's like, uh, you know, in, let's take intelligence. There were all those old that they still do, but they, were always, they have always been very silly IQ tests. Mm-hmm. Where they give you some tests to, to test your intelligence. And... Uh, uh, the people that made this test finally, I mean, in the last 10 years, which was a thing that was pretty obvious, they finally realized that intelligence is not one thing. There are various ranges of intelligence and various uh, types of intelligence. There is social intelligence, uh, uh, logic intelligence, mathematic intelligence, emotional intelligence. So there are different things that, yes, they can be grouped behind one single term. And that's the same thing for depth, in my opinion. You're talking about conceptual depth. You make love with someone and then uh, you ponder about it and it leaves you something to think about it and it leaves you actually with a new mystery in a way. And that's conceptual depth. And I totally agree with that. But I also think that there can be gameplay depth and graphic depth and the, and the game can have one of those types of depths but not the other. It's, all, it obvious, it's obviously way better if it has all of those types of depths. But mm. I consider those two depths. Mm, so it's okay. just, we don't agree on the term, but we agree on the concept. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, but, but still, still I have some reserves on your, uh, because still you're making it a scale. And... No, uh, I, I, I had to say that I, I don't want to make it a scale. I made okay. the zero example to remove it, but there are, it's not like a scale, I'm sorry that I interrupted you, but I, I would like to explain mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. I think that depth, I mean, depth itself is a very visual word, so it's more a question, it involves two things in my opinion, not scales, but layers, like how mm, many layers ah, okay. are on a specific thing, and the depth, the visual depth of that specific thing, I mean, uh, depth is not measurable in my opinion. Mm. Uh, that's why I'm completely against that example that you're against too that you said initially that is something that is also mysteriously deep so Mm. you will never know how many layers there are it has to leave you something even if it's only visual depth or only conceptual depth it has to leave you something unmeasurable that uh, you have to feel somehow with your imagination or uh, with your pondering after you play the game yeah, yeah, and so, well, but, so, again, but, how, in a sense, suppose I'm, I'm building a game, designing a game, mm-hmm. uh, you can't say, let's build depth in this game, in a sense, um, I would, 
Like, for example, let's put some death in the graphic style. That yeah. is a very debatable uh, starting point. In the sense, I would say, let's take, let's work with a graphic designer who has uh, experience and taste. And um, so, I mean, it's not something that you can somehow add artificially, or there's a technique for adding depth to a game. No, but or, we have a romantic idea of depth, so it's not a technicality. It's uh, something that you achieve naturally, right? Like, uh, you, you're working with a graphic, uh, or you choose a graphic romantically, that you know that uh, if you ask him to draw, for example, a character uh, that... Uh, is, uh, let's say, the most bland example ever in the world, a character that is evil. Mm -hmm. He won't just draw a character with horns uh, and a <laughs> plastic way that has been seen billions of, billions of times, but he will try to interpret it in, in a personal way, because that is also personal. Yeah. That uh, personality yeah. is very important for that. So you know that he will bring something of his that will be very personal, so will be in a way undecipherable, and will add some depth to whatever he does, not because you tell him to add depth, but because you know that he naturally will do that. So... It's, uh, oh, can I make an example? Yeah, yeah, of course. Graphic game. For example, a game that you consider not having depths, threes. Mm -hmm. Now, let's... Uh, Examine it just from a graphical point of view. Let's examine threes and Angry Birds. Now, saying that Angry Birds has no depth is obvious. It's just a fucking 100% clone of Castle Cloud with different graphics. So I'm not talking about the game itself. I'm just talking about the graphics. Like threes... Uh, you know, I wouldn't agree totally that Angry Birds oh. does not have depth. I, yeah. I think that Angry Birds has some depth. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm not your friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I'm uh, interested in knowing why. Because uh, I think there's a um, there's a the character the character design and the story behind it has some some um, some thought some some continuity. The characters are they somehow expressed in the game. Um, I don't know. I don't think that Angry Birds is completely without depth. But for example, I, I, I will have to think about it, but I think Angry Birds is the, one of the biggest examples of depthless games. Also, examine it only visually. Because yes, the characters are cute and they work well in the game, but then characters uh, that are designed to be cute, and they clearly appear as designed to be cute, and they have nothing original in a way. Not to mention that it seems that they even cloned the characters, but that's another But for example, Threes uh, tries to bring uh, a different... I mean, they try to create something new, not something that was like, yes. oh, let's study what is cute and what is not and make something yeah, like in fact, that. Also, Threes, I'm not sure that it lacks depth. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. Oh. Okay. No, threes. Uh, I'm. I am agree. Uh, I. I think there's. There's uh, in the originality of the game, and uh, there's. Uh, it doesn't yeah. leave you. It doesn't leave you bad feeling. Um, uh, and obviously, I mean, we're talking about these games because if we talk about papers, please, it's 
super obvious that it has death, so everybody yeah. would agree. So well, it's what it's uh, yes. other thing. Well, paper, please. In fact, uh, I see I see your point about the death as something that uh, is composed of many layers, because there is you can see very clearly, I think, because yes. it's it's both the design, the mechanics, the story, the characters. Yeah, every every part of papers, please, has an incredible depth and has that depth that is also mysterious, like it leaves you lingering somehow and pondering about it later, uh, which is fun. Mm. I'm a complete fan of paper, please. I can't talk seriously about it because I just go, eh, paper, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this, this, this leaving you something after it, it's, um, it seems a recurring point. Uh, I, I, I had come with another uh, attempt of a definition mm. of game death. Uh, is this a death uh, as a re- as an ongoing relationship with the player? So it's not something. Um, yes. Eh? So which mm. also goes uh, tra- transversal to gameplays. <laughs> In this sense, for example, football manager. It's a game that has a lot of death. <laughs> to quote that example that you will hate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have to say that now I have to find another definition so we can talk of something else than football manager. <laughs> we can explain <laughs> so football manager. <laughs> I didn't really think about the definition, but I was thinking about it now that you said yours. And my definition might be that it's... Uh, Whatever uh, it's, uh, whatever thing you want to talk to uh, talk about that, uh, be it uh, graphical, visual, etc. It's uh, kind of a philosophical, but uh, uh, like a thousands of years ago philosophy type mm-hmm. kind of philosophical approach to that sub to a subject. It's not. Uh, uh, it's okay. I could say something. Silly, like you know, the classic shadows on the walls, but it's uh, not showing something as it simply is, uh, mm-hmm. but going beyond the appearances. Uh. Mm, you're talking about Plato's cave, yeah. I, yeah, I was doing that, I am very ashamed, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, well, that's why, in fact, uh, I find it so interesting, and in fact, why I find it, uh, I quoted intentionally the the. the <laughs> The, the formal definition, again. because it's oh. so it's ridiculous. I thought you were going to quote against football manager. <laughs> <laughs> but, ah, one, so two points I want to get back to. So, well, one point also I, 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 I took a note about is, is that it seems to me that it's harder to make a board game without that. Because one of the ways that you can build game, video games without that is that bec- and it's because you're just using the quick satisfaction cycle no? so yeah. so and this is very it's harder to do on on uh, on paper games because there's not that responsiveness which which uh, video games fortunately or unfortunately have and um this is one point and in this also leads me back to to the crux of the discussion, which is Kingdom Rush, mm. because um, 
It's like Kingdom Rush is exactly a game that fits very well and it's very well done on on the on the satisfaction cycle and on increasing difficulties and features uh, while the player is learning. So to keep him between boredom and and frustration, as we all know, is a, is a, the game typical game flow. Yeah. But uh, so it works on the addiction part. It also has some character design too, in the sense, uh, in the superficial sense, I was talking before, like just like uh, Angry Birds, in the sense that um, they put some fun with the hero, which is a bit ridiculous, but give you also some mechanics to use there, and also give some continuity between gameplays. Uh, but it's still. To me, and so uh, this is the romantic and highly completely personal and arbitrary judgment. To me, I mean, it, it gives me addiction, but it also gives me a, a sense of wasting my time and, and not, not doing anything, not learning anything, not experiencing anything. So this, this, is, why, this is why I say that it lacks depth. On that, I have to say that while I think that Kingdom Rush, which I, I like very much too, by the way, uh, has gameplay depth, uh, only gameplay depth, but it has not, not as much in the gameplay, but in the fact that, uh, and it's a simple depth. That's why I also would like to consider that uh, as something that can have more or less layers, even if you mm. never know how many, because it has a replayability, like, then you can go back to something you played before and tried it in a different way, or try to it with a different hero, Oh, so that in a way is gameplay depth, but I had the exact same feeling that you just described it, that I feel like I wasted my time after I played it, which yeah. doesn't happen with stuff like Papers, Please, or yeah. even XCOM. Yeah, 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 because, and so, so as we, well, following Coster, we know that sometimes, often, sometimes, well, it's always learning something, but what you're learning in like, I don't know, Commander the Great War, for example, a game that I like very much. Uh, yeah. So there you're like taking a course in, in complex strategy <laughs> and use of resources. And yes, you may also feel that you're wasting your time, but it's a, it's, it doesn't have that sour feeling of, of uh, which a game like Kingdom Rush leads you. And I think this is a crucial point, which a game designer... Um, maybe should think about when when yeah. designing a game. And uh, I actually never thought about this, but now that you mention it, it's uh, it looks very very important and very very fascinating concept. Uh, will you feel that you wasted your time playing this shit or not? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fundamental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's something also uh, Jan Bogost when he was making the comparison between designing, actually designing games and, and doing gamification stuff, you know, like mm. games, I mean, what, what he meant and what we are probably meaning by games is, is that they, 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 they elicit a transformative process. You know? You're, it's like reading a good book. So a good novel, a good novel is is something that that it has some emotional transformation, emotional. You can look at it also as, as yeah. maybe as a learning process, but let's say transformation is more general. And like Paper Please does exactly this. It makes it puts you in a place that you've never been before and probably never will. 
and yes. makes you think about things you 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 yeah you can think them abstractly but experiencing them uh these moral dilemmas it's it's a completely different story and games are extremely effective yeah. in this extremely yes that what actually thinks uh, one of the reasons i love it papers please i still love it is that actually it it uh, touches uh, arguments that i always thought about but after playing it i realized that truly uh, what some of these arguments were, and I realized that I weren't able to truly uh, to truly think about them in a serious way until I played it. Uh, even if I knew those arguments, I pondered about them arguments, but it was like being there for a little while and learning a lot about it, and about human nuances uh, and all that shit. So, yeah, it, 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 that's uh, as we said that it's an incredible example of that. <laughs> okay, I think um, we didn't fight enough, but um, yeah. but actually, I like your your idea of the layers, the different layers, and um, and still, yes, you can have a game with fantastic uh, graphics and graphics with death, as we may say, but it still may leave you. Some some sour aftertaste. Yeah. Uh, by the way, can I digress a moment about since you mentioned fantastic graphics, uh, there is another example about visual depth that I would like to mm-hmm. make. Like, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I I hate realistic 3D graphics, mm-hmm. but uh, that is a personal thing. I'm not saying that you you are evil if you make them. It's just that I don't like them. But uh, uh, there's also the consideration that. Uh, uh, in uh, 99.99% of the cases, realistic visual graphics have no depth at all. Not always. Mm. There are rare cases in which you can add depth even to realistic stuff. But think about realistic illustrations also. Yeah. In 99% of the times, they have no depth because they just, what the fuck, make a photo. It's, it's technically impressive, but that's all things that uh, could have depth. For example, when realistic painting... Uh, uh, became a thing for a short while. Mm-hmm. That was actually a way of breaking re- the rules at the time because for hundreds and hundreds of years uh, nobody drew realistic uh, except very, very rare exceptions that didn't really form a movement. And then some people came and said, what the fuck, I can draw realistic and uh, that is already uh, fascinating enough because the reality is something that uh, has something to give me. And in that moment, it was it had depth, but that was the what, the rare case in which that thing was brought through, and then it became a movement, lost its point, and it lost its depth too. And that's the thing with realistic graphics too. Obviously, but, uh, if you want to achieve realism, there there won't be much mystery in it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah. realism is never realism. If we uh, we all read Gombrich, I mean. And so, I mean, like, but you were referring to, like, to Brunelleschi's introduction of perspective or, uh, or painting? No, no, or? I, was, I was referring to the 1900s movement. Ah, okay, so, okay, of, like uh, photographic of realism. realism. Of yeah, photographic yeah. realism. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, there, there too, when it's, it's, well, it's, it's, um, when you see it, you 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 see whether the painter wanted to had, because I mean the feeling of that with a photographic painting is that is when the painter actually had a lot of ideas beyond doing mere portraits 
of reality and that's when it works but actually do you have in mind come to mind uh, some realistic so so called 3D game that has graphical depth uh, I'm sure I can let me think about mm-hmm. it uh, mm. maybe I can <sighs> but since I don't like them I don't play them much so <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, I could say that, for example, Dark Souls uh, mm-hmm. uh, tries to achieve kind of realistic graphics, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of depth. Uh, but that's not a true example because that's like paper paper split. It's too easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. think of anything better actually, but I don't know much uh, mm-hmm. of those types of games, so. Okay. Does that mean there are? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope there are. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we have we have uh, been shooting the breeze enough here. Um, so okay. Well, well. I think I think uh, we have somehow implicitly defined death, game death, with uh, with our chatting and. Uh, but anybody can can come with their own definition, <laughs> more or less. Yeah, because that is romantic, so the beauty of it is that it's subjective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we can end up with with this. So, okay. Okay. Talk with you soon. Oh, talk with you soon. Bye. <laughs>